Hello and welcome to episode 167 of That King Thing, the gaming podcast hosted by us, the King Brothers. I am the eldest one and your host, Thomas, and I am joined by middle sibling, Joshua. He's got himself muted. That I do, because I mute myself in the intros. And I There's two of us here and you can't manage to <laughs> partake in the conversation. This is going to be fun. Enjoy the remainder of the podcast. You didn't even finish the word podcast. That's how <laughs> unprofessional you are. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. <laughs> it's basically what you just did. I know. I did it on purpose. Whatever. Yeah, I've already alluded to it. James is not here. <laughs> so 2019 is the year where James doesn't show up half the time, it would seem. He'll now argue, mine are for real and legitimate reasons. I don't care. (laughs) There's priorities. This is one of them. Now, James, in seriousness, is moving house, so he's painting a wall, apparently. Because painting his walls is something that's higher priority than entertaining all of you. So just bear that in mind the next time you, you think about him. He'd rather paint a wall and watch it dry than entertain you. Yeah. Can't believe he said that. Next time you want to do justice for James. No more justice for James. Justice for the listeners, for James's absence. Yeah, James has to do his forfeit. Well, we need to think of one for him first. That's why he's moved away. That's why he's moved away. That's why he's moving away. Um, We have to find a forfeit for him to do first. Yes, I know. (laughs) So, But yeah, maybe he's just running away to get away from his forfeit. I never thought of that. That's exactly what he's doing. OMG. OMG. Anyway, yeah, it's just me and Joshua this week. I guess that bit's been kind of worked out by any of you by now. Um, it's just the two of us. We can make just it the if two. we try. Just <laughs> the two of us. Josh and I. There we go. <laughs> Enjoy your song. And because I sung it, that won't get us banned on YouTube. <laughs> Um, what have we been playing this week? Have you noticed that I'm stalling for as long as time as possible because we've got less content because a third of the podcast is missing, basically? Yeah. Like, a literal third of it is missing because there's no head-to-head without James here, and then a third of it is missing because one of the three hosts isn't here, so... <laughs> yeah. And I'm just well, stalling. In terms of what we're playing, we're playing... A f- few things not a lot okay um rocket league as always so i'll get that out of the way mm. played a little bit of PUBG with some patreons at one point i've played some with pkills 555 hi paul hi paul I- i've played with um hjo and glenn green baby g g green 93 glendorf the green hi you guys and craig mitchell as well Hi, you. But not all at the same time. And not for very long each time. <laughs> well, that, that wouldn't be possible anyway, because the maximum number in a squad yeah. is four. <laughs> I know. So. Um, I've also been playing a bit of ESO on PC, but not with yeah. you yet. Um, I've been playing Hearthstone on PC, and I've been playing World of Warcraft on PC. Well, playing 
Hearthstone on PC is exactly the same as playing on anything else because yeah, no. your account transfers across them, does it not? Yes, it does. So that's like me saying, well, I've played Elder Scrolls Legends and I've played it on PC, iPad, and my phone. <laughs> I forgot what the other one was then. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have done that. I've got to a point in Elder Scrolls Online where it's really pissing me off. Uh, not online, sorry, Legends. Why? It's really pissing me off. So there's like a story campaign thing, if you will, um, where you go through like fights uh, and battles and there's a story to it, like it tells you a story in between and then you have your card battle, I guess it'd be called. You have your card battle against something and that something has a deck that is themed that fits the story. So like there's a bit where you try and steal a ship and the bunch of pirates that you're trying to steal it from are already on board. So all the cards are quite pirate-themed and, yeah. and stuff like that that you're fighting against. Um, and I've got to a point where I'm trying to kill a particular boss, and I think it's the last thing in the chapter. It's like the last thing I have to do. But it, I need to write down basically what it's got because it has such overpowered cards, it's untrue. And... The rules of the game are if you put cards in your deck and build your own deck, you can only have three of each card maximum Yeah. Um, if you've got enough to put that many in. So anything over three of that card is a waste because you, you can't use it. But that has at least five healing spells <laughs> that heal him for five because it, and they cost two... So it's it's like mana in that game or magicka, same as it is in most of them, and you get, it goes up by one every turn. So there's a point where he's got like eight spell power, eight magicka, and he gets four of these five healing potions and just goes heal, 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 and suddenly he's getting twenty health. So you've got him all the way down to like five, and you're like, yes, I've got you next turn, and then he just goes heal, 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 and he's got these cards as well that. Like, he just randomly seems to have them in his deck at the exact right moment, and it's a destroy an enemy card of 10 defense or lower. And it's basically, as soon as you get any good card on your deck, it just goes, no, thank you, and destroys it. Um, And it's just, it's really difficultly programmed because the deck that he's got is fucking hard as shit. And you have these things in that game called, I can't remember what they call them now, they're like sort of life shards or something. I can't think of the proper term for them, but basically you've got 30 health and every time you lose five, mm-hmm. it shatters one of these shards and you draw a random card from your deck to add to your hand for free. So it doesn't have to be your turn. It's because you've got hurt by five or more. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have something called prophecy on them. And if you draw a card from the top of the deck, that's got prophecy, you can play it instantly. It doesn't have to go into your hand and wait until your turn. So if you get hit and it takes from 30 to 25, it'll shatter the shard, you pull the top card, and then if it says prophecy on it, you're allowed to just immediately play it. So that's sometimes useful if it's like a heal or a guard that means that they can't attack you or anything. They've got to go through that first. Something you know like that that helps you retaliate a bit or defend mm. yourself. But his, uh, those like... Uh, destroy something of 10 or less power 
and and stuff like that. And I need to work out the order because it's always the same. He's always getting the same cars in pretty much the same order. So if I can suss that out, I can work out how to beat him because I can save certain things in my hand from playing them until I know that it's safe to do it. Because the worst thing is he's putting down this card and thinking, I fucking got you now. And then he just goes, and then plays his 10 destroyer. It's like, (laughs) how can you have four of those things? It's, Oh, it's so annoying. There'll be so annoying. I've tried to do it about ten times. Found on, on a wiki yeah, but I want somewhere. to work it out for myself. This is the thing. I want to work it out for myself. I've read tips as in as far as people saying build because I can't remember if this is the same in things like Hearthstone, but in fact it is, isn't it? Because you have the you have the classes in Hearthstone yeah, where you've got your you're the paladin and... or you're the priest or you're the warlock. So yeah, exactly. you have you have cards that can only be used in that class basically well this is the same sort of thing like cards have a type and you can only use a maximum of two types in your deck so you can mix and match a little bit but you're restricted to two types maximum so i've read enough for people to say oh like i i suggest using the strength cards alongside the knowledge cards because then you've got power but you can also summon and and like curse things and do this and like trying to suggest builds without actually getting one and being told what to do. Cause I don't want to be told what to do. Yeah. I want to work it out, but it's just getting really frustrating now. So I was hoping that my 15 free packs of cards from playing elder scrolls online elsewhere would help. And some of them are pretty cool, but they don't help that much. <laughs> so I'm trying though. I will work it out. I'm determined. Because if you win three games of Elder Scrolls Legends this month, you get a free mount in Elder Scrolls Online next month. Yeah. So I'm trying to win them. (laughs) (laughs) So I maybe need to go online and win a few. Because I've been sacrificing online to try and work out how to beat that guy. Unfortunately. And other than that, I have been playing Elder Scrolls Online. (laughs) Um getting quite a long way into that now help it still helping a lot of people so i'm like i'm questioning about eight different zones at once because i'm helping a bunch of different people do different things plus mm. then my solo stuff and it'll soon to be you as well so i'll probably add another zone to the list um what else have i played i played something else for sure played some more ring of elysium not very happy about the fact they've taken duos out of that um I don't think we, I mentioned that last week. Yeah, well, I was going to come play it for a bit, but I'm not. I'm not playing it unless it's duos. I'm not bothered. Of any the of the new game mode's not pretty bad. Have we talked about that on the podcast with the the zone that moves and you have to stay with it rather than it keeps know. closing? It stays the same size but moves. I don't know if we've mentioned that on the podcast for the new game mode. I don't know if we have or not. To be fair, yeah, fair enough. Well, that's what happens now, and that's like three player so it's basically the same as apex yeah but that doesn't necessarily make it good um and yeah honestly i don't think i've actually played that much more than that i'm genuinely trying to think of anything else i've played but that's mainly been it so i think i've managed to push that section of the show as far as i can by whining about (laughs) elder scrolls legends I'm just trying to stall for time. Damn it. I'm sure I've played something else. I'm sure. Oh, I played a little bit of Gary's mod. Played a little bit of G mod. 
with the guys in Discord, like doing Trouble in Terrorist Town and stuff like that, um, which is usually pretty funny. But that's a bit more of a chill out of the weekend and just act like idiots kind of game. So, yeah, and that that has that has pretty much been it. I know I've forgotten something, but oh well. That's the way life is, isn't it? Yeah. Anything you want to add before we move on, Joshua? Not really, no. Okay. The news. That was a good impression of him. I genuinely thought that he might have jumped into the podcast just to do that then. <laughs> no. The news. Um, okay. See, this is the thing. Like, me and you sound alike, and you and James sound alike. It's weird. You're sort of in between the two of us, I think, personally. Because I can't do that that you just did. I do am, it again. I am the middle one. It makes sense, though. Do it again. The news. No, that just sounded like you. Do it like James. I wasn't trying to do it like James. I just did it. But but now try and do it like James, then. I can't. There's no way to do that. Useless. News. Um, okay, so one of the big talking points this week, um, which makes me feel uncomfortable a little bit because of my past, is... <laughs> um, Developers have basically been absolutely slamming G2A this week, saying they'd rather people pirate their games than buy them from sites like G2A. Um, it's not the first time developers have gone toe-to-toe with G2A and called them out on things. Nope. Uh, the reason it makes me uncomfortable is because I have bought many things from G2A before um, and even still recently. G2A is the now, place to go at the minute for me. So unfortunately, uh, it's yes. I find I find this topic really hard because I understand that like there's a lot of questionable. I don't know what the word is like. It's just questionable the source of their keys sometimes, and a lot of people, yeah. um, are very firmly believe that keys are bought via stolen credit cards. The they then sold on to people at a lower price because people will buy them because they're a lower price. And then the payments from the stolen credit cards are reversed when the card report's stolen and someone says, that wasn't me. I don't think anyone's ever been able to solidly prove that that's happening. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but there's no like hard evidence to support it. But a lot of people suggest that that is one of the ways that certain keys are acquired. Yeah. Um, the devs insist that if it's a key purchased through there, they don't get any money. Um, G2A insist that the keys are acquired by like wholesale purchase for for sell on. Yeah. Which it's you know it's. It's a very difficult place to be in. Like people talk about a stolen key not working once you bought it from G2A, things like that. Personally, I don't think I've ever ever had that problem. I have never had. I've an never issue. bought anything from that site and had an issue with it not working or anything Same. like that. I'm not saying that doesn't mean it wasn't purchased from a dodgy credit card, but 
the the other potential way of acquiring keys at a budget price to sell them on is by playing the global market because like how often do you look at sites like Xbox Game Checker and stuff like that and you can see that you can buy an Xbox game in Turkey for 20 euros when here in the UK it costs like 50 something pounds yeah. so you're talking more than half price by going through loopholes to purchase in Turkey and it's only now, a code to access the game which if you use here precisely it gets so you access to this game you know if i had the access to buy things in a foreign marketplace like that there's nothing stopping me mm. going to the foreign marketplace buying 50 keys for a game and then selling them on a site like g2a and i'm not trying to defend g2a at all because i understand how frustrating it is for the developers but i would like to think that the fact that they've been in the business as long as they have would maybe mean that the majority of the business is being conducted in some manner like that where yes it may be shade shady the right word i don't know maybe it's like it's different it's difficult it's a to clever way saying, of going about getting something cheaper and selling it on for more look, it's like buying cigs abroad look, and bringing them back here and selling them exactly That's... and in the same way that i bought things from g2a before i've also been and bought things from the Turkish Xbox marketplace and the Brazilian Xbox marketplace yeah. because it makes it cheaper for me to buy it. Yeah. And it is like you say, it's exactly the same as like while you're on holiday buying a ton of cigarettes or a bunch of beer and coming back through customs with it. And as long as you're within a certain limit and you declare it, yeah. then you've got some stuff cheaper. So and you just sell it on for less than what our shops charge. Yeah. And I think more than what you bought it for. That's all. That I think they need the thing is the the thing is that if any of them do come from stolen credit cards, which as I say, I'm not saying they don't, uh, but I'm also not saying that they do because there's I'm no insider knowledge here, if, so we have got no clue. Yeah, if they do come from stolen credit cards, then yes, the developer is 100% losing out because G2A will have sold that key on. And the developer will end up, or wherever the key's been stolen from with the stolen credit card, will end up getting charged back yeah. when the credit card company goes through the loss adjust process and, and refunds payments for that card holder. Mm. Uh, and then, yes, the developers lose out. If the keys have been bought legitimately and then passed on, then... In theory, the developers aren't losing out too much, but that's the problem with the market-based, the region-based pricing in markets. Like, if something cost £55, for argument's sake, and the equivalent price was global, then you wouldn't have that problem. And a site like G2A wouldn't be able to exist without being extremely fucking dodgy. While ever that facility exists things are going to be cheaper because you go to g2a sometimes and you like saving a pound because and it's literally like because something costs a bit less in euros so someone's bought the euro yeah. version and they're selling it to uk users it's, um it's also a fact so. that consoles obviously used to have to buy a disc and your console was usually region locked and now that it's all digital exactly it's difficult for them to actually region lock a set of symbols and fucking numbers this is this is the thing, though, as well, which sometimes 
CD keys for games are region yeah, locked. So, be. for example, if you buy a copy of World of Warcraft, you have to buy an EU copy or an Oceanic copy or a US copy or whatever, and you have to have a separate account and pay a separate sub for that. Um, so games do have it, and you, you go on sites and to get keys, and they are region locked. But the problem is, is that you can still buy... You could still buy like a an American key in a UK store, and then use it or sell it on if it's yeah. if that makes it cheaper than in the states. Like it's not a proper fail safe because as long as you buy the right key for what you want, you're fine. So I don't know. It's because the problem is with the region keys is all they do is lock you to a particular like server within the game or whatever. Mm. Generally speaking. So, like, I might want an American version of WoW to play with American people, for argument's sake. I've got an American version of WoW, actually, I think, that I bought just to try it because it was on sale. <laughs> so, yeah, like I say, it's it's a really difficult topic, and I think that I do definitely understand the developers, especially the smaller developers that it impacts yeah. the most. Um, but... I don't think telling people to pirate your games is the way to go about solving no. it. There's definitely better ways to go about solving it. One of the other things was the fact that um, if you Googled certain games, G2A were obviously paying for Google Ads to, to place top. Pay for them too. That's just marketing. Yeah, um, we, unfo- we unfortunately, could do that. I'm sorry to say, like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm definitely not defending G2A on anything here, but... If you want to pay for Google AdWords, you can fucking pay for Google AdWords. Yeah. Like that's unfortunately that is the way the world works. Um, that you can pay for Google AdWords. But tomorrow we could be at the top of Google searches for gaming podcasts if we paid for it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I could we pay could for be t- that game thing to be the top gaming podcast result. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that I'm doing anything dodgy or whatever to get listens. I'm just paying to put us into the marketplace to be seen. Uh, So, yeah, it's, it is, it's a very difficult position. I can definitely understand why people don't like G2A. I can also understand why people use G2A, but I don't think telling gamers to go pirate games instead of using G2A is the right way to solve it. Paying for something from G2A is not against the law in any way whatsoever, but they are telling people to break the law. That is the problem with it. So that's that's the grey area is if you buy a key from G2A, there is nothing illegal about that. Yeah. Obviously, there may be legal implications on how the key was acquired. Yeah. But from your personal standpoint, you are buying a game from G2A and you are buying a key legally to then use. If you pirated a game, you performing an illegal act and that is probably one of the reasons that people do go to sites like g2a yeah because (laughs) it's a cheaper way to get games and if money's a problem or whatever money's tight people do go through sites like that and it's it's the way the world works i guess fortunately yeah it happens for everything it's not just games and it's not just g2a there's plenty of like questionable sites out there that sell things like that yeah so yeah so i just hope it gets sorted like and if it means that sites like g2a do get shut down but gaming in general becomes more affordable because 
like the the argument's always going to be, oh, well, game prices are going up because we're losing out on money because of sites like that. So we've got to recoup money by pricing by the game higher more. originally to Where's make the money go? out of the small sales we do get. Like, if the middle ground was met, then maybe you wouldn't need sites like G2A. Yeah. That's just food for thought. I'm trying to play devil's advocate here, and I hope nobody sort of decides that we're like pro G2A and anti-developer because that's far from the truth. Very far from the truth. But in a situation like this, you sometimes have to sit and play devil's advocate and say, it's not just G2A at fault here. It's not just them selling keys that's the problem. There's bigger problems at at fault that need to be dealt with, I guess. So, yeah. Let's move on. I guess we best move on from that. Yeah. Okay, so 70% of people surveyed in some key EU countries, which included here in the UK, France, Spain, and Germany, I believe. 70% of people in those countries surveyed said they aren't interested in game streaming services like Stadia or xCloud. Um, On the back of that, only 3% of people said they were very interested in Google Stadia or xCloud, 15% 15% said they may be interested. 12% said they don't know. Yeah, they're undecided. What people so, were they asking? Were they gamers. asking gamers? Yeah. Right, that's fine. It, it, was a, it was a survey conducted by GameIndustry.biz. Yeah. And um, it was targeted at people that played games and owned at least one console or a PC to game. Right. There, were, there was certain criteria that it was targeted at. So I'd be in the three percent because I'm interested, very interested, should I say? Um, see, this is the thing. Like, I I probably be in the interested thing, mm. like the fifteen percent, because I am interested to see how it all works out. But I'm not um, very interested, as in I'm going to go buy one day one. See, XCloud appeals to me more than Google Stadia because it's part of an ecosystem that I'm already in. Yeah, but. <laughs> I don't at the moment. I don't see the need for me to do it, um, which I think is the general premise of the survey. Like people either aren't bothered or are in that. Mm, I'll see how it works out before I commit myself to it. Mm. Is the general consensus? It would seem. Um, interestingly, as part of the same survey, they were asking about people's uh, kind of opinion of their internet as to whether they thought they'd be able to do it. And depending on the country, it was between something like 40 and 52% thought they were in a position where their internet was capable of allowing them to stream the games comfortably. It doesn't say to which degree. It doesn't say if that's the 720, 1080, or 4K speeds because obviously yeah. there's different speeds of internet required for the different services as what we learned from Google Stadia. So it doesn't say which of those it is, but... Um, interestingly in Germany a massive 75% weren't interested so it's even higher in Germany yeah. the lack of interest yeah. um, here in the UK is people most interested at 23% of people interested but only 5% are very interested so it's still the, the proportion I guess is about the same even though the number of people interested is higher only a small proportion are very interested even though there is more people on average here that are interested so yeah it's interesting to see where these figures are um, 
see the yeah i'll try and remember to put a link to the actual article in the description of the episode so that you can maybe take it out for yourself if you want to have a look yeah um it's 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 interesting because it it depends on the internet mainly like what i think i've already said at some point in a different podcast where yes if you don't have the internet you don't you can't use it but if you don't have good enough internet there's no point in trying yeah, exactly. You might as well go and buy a digital version and play it from a console or a PC. It it still confuses me at this point that, like, look, out of fifty percent of gamers surveyed, um, in the UK, yeah, sorry, yeah, fifty percent of gamers in the UK believe their internet is strong enough to stream video games at I the would. speeds that are quoted now. That's 50% of people surveyed. Imagine people that aren't considered gamers by the survey's standards that this service is potentially actually aimed at Yeah, and think how shit their internet probably is. Like, <laughs> it's... I don't know, like... This country has issues, in my opinion, when it comes to things like that because we're in a position where... For example, right now, this country's starting 5G cellular data rollouts for mobile yeah. phones. And that's happening in uh, sort of places like uh, London, Birmingham, Manchester, uh, Edinburgh, Belfast, places like that, effectively. Cardiff, I think, is another one. So, like, capital cities of the individual countries and then a couple of... Um, large cities within England as well. Now, this country, I still struggle to stay connected to a 4G service when there's more than like 20 other people around me using the internet. And they're trying to roll out 5G already. They haven't finished fixing fucking 3G, let alone 4G and then 5G. Like some places in this country, you can't even get 3G. And yet, they're pushing to roll out five. Yeah. And it's the same with the internet. Like, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> like, I know I know people that literally can't get more than 1.5 meg broadband yeah. because the lines in their area are not capable of anything more because they're archaic. And instead of helping areas like that out and replacing those lines the companies are more interested in pumping something ridiculous into a more built-up area because it makes them more money quicker. Yeah. And that point is proven by the fact that I can sit in the middle of a city with 350 meg broadband, uh, the potential to up it to 500 if I want to pay extra, and then my mate who lives in a village outside the city can only get 1.5 meg. I get, like... 200 times what he gets <laughs> so put that in perspective <laughs> that i just think this country's stupid but there you go that that's Next. that's like deviated <laughs> off topic of google stadia yeah. but it's just an interesting argument um on an interesting side note with google stadia actually um this week in an interview with games radar the stadia head phil harrison has confirmed that if you do own a stadia and you do purchase a game on it if the devs ever decided to pull Stadia support um, or stop selling it on Stadia or anything like that, 
you will guaranteed still be able to access the game and any saves for it. So, so that sounds it, like they may have a fail save for developers not wanting to remain on their platform. Yeah, which they ought to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess as theories go, mine would be that in the same way that if you buy like a disc or a copy of a game or something and the developer stops selling it, like, for example, The Walking Dead, when Telltale went flop, um, you couldn't buy the game anymore, but it didn't stop your existing installation and stuff working. It was just that because you didn't own it, you couldn't buy it. But if you did own it, it was still in your library available to download and install. And I imagine it'll just be a similar principle with Google Stadia is that, you know, their super machines that are running it for you and streaming it to you will all continue to have it installed. Yeah. And then as long as you've paid to access that particular piece of software, you'll be able to get in. And it makes sense that you'd still be able to get it, I guess. Well, yeah, so definitely. Like... It just means if you didn't buy it before the cutoff, then yeah, you're not going to be able to to use it. They don't want to have fair. to give refunds to people who bought Assassin's Creed after Assassin's yeah. Creed is no longer on there. That's the only game yeah. that I know that they've got <laughs> from memory. Because <laughs> <laughs> they keep showing Assassin's Creed on Stadia. Yeah, they're obsessed with yeah. Assassin's Creed, <laughs> Destiny, and That's Division, it, yeah. I think. Destiny, yeah. they've, I think they've got some sort of tie-in with um, Ubisoft. Ubisoft because Assassin's Creed is something they've shown a lot. Division is something they've shown a lot. Yeah. Pretty sure they've said that Ghost Recon will be on it from launch. And um, one of the examples given in the interview this week with Games Radar was specifically talking about Watch Dogs Legion. So yeah. I've got a sneaky suspicion that Google have some sort of hookup with Ubisoft. So mm-hmm. theories galore this week. Um, on another point, Sony are looking to bolster their studio lineup by all accounts. Um, and it looks like they could be starting with Alan Wake developers, Remedy Games. Um, so this has come from a few leaked bits of info passed on to different reporting sources. Um, so I've seen it in a couple of different places now. It's like when websites say things like a source close to us from the inside told us the following. And then like another person has another source that's heard something else. And then like you put these two things together and it gives you a bit of an, an answer. Mm. And like things that are related to it are things like um, the fact that the guys from Remedy Entertainment have been in to see Naughty Dog there's some key high up, higher ups from Sony and PlayStation who have been to see Remedy, and it's just a lot of like interaction, effectively, that that does point towards them working together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like discussing what could could come yeah. of them working together. Which, to be honest, Alan Wake is a good game, and if yeah. Sony chucked in the resources they've got. That would make a good PS5 exclusive. Well, this is no. the thing. Like, I'm I'm intrigued by this partly because so the, the three main games that Remedy are known for is Max Payne, 
Alan Wake and Quantum Break. That's the main three. There's a couple of other bits in the middle, but they're the main three. Now, Max Payne was a multi-platform game, but then Alan Wake was an Xbox 360 um, Windows game, like a PC game, Mm. as was American Nightmare, the follow-up. And then Quantum Break was obviously a Windows and Xbox One exclusive again. Heavily so, so, yeah. It, they, those games were all published by, um, I think they were all published by Microsoft anyway. I'm pretty sure they were, which is why they were exclusives. Yeah. So what I'm starting to wonder is, are Sony sort of sniffing at trying to steal some dev teams from Xbox because they want to hinder any progress Xbox <laughs> might make of actually making some exclusives? Because... We all know that Sony's already got the better exclusives, but two of they do have... Microsoft's better exclusives of recent times have probably been Alan Wake and Quantum Break. So I know Alan Wake's obviously quite old now, but it was still a very good exclusive at the time. Sony have always had really good exclusives, but not they do. a grand amount of them. Xbox has a hell of a lot more exclusive, especially in the past. indie ones. Not right now, though. Not not, not right, right now. now, no. But they are... This generation's really screwed Xbox forwards. when it comes to exclusives, in my opinion. They've yeah. not had enough, this generation. But I think that's why they've acquired so many studios in the last, like, 18 months to two years. Yeah. It's because they're working on solving that for the future. And, um, and maybe got, this is got... a bit of Sony retaliation because they've only really got stuff like Naughty Dog and whatever the other one is yeah. um, it... I forgot the other big one but anyway beside the point uh, Neversoft isn't it I don't know if they're exclusive they Spider-Man. might be Spider-Man who makes Spider-Man the current ones yeah the new, Insomniac. The new Spider-Man game Insomniac yeah are they not exclusive to PlayStation um, the company I not don't know the if they're a game I think they might be Pretty much everything they've ever done has nearly always been a a PlayStation game, at least, because yeah. it's what? Spyro, Ratchet and Clank, Spider-Man. Hmm. Oh, no, didn't they do um, Sunset Overdrive? Yes. Possibly. Sunset Overdrive was a... Just have a quick peek. Like the the main the main ones that I can think of that they've done is Spyro, Ratchet and Clank, and Spider Man, which are all obviously other than the remaster of Spyro, they're all PlayStation games. Sunset Overdrive, Ratchet and Clank, Spyro. Yeah, I thought uh, Sunset Overdrive was right. A few of us that are much less known. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing there. That's so I don't the think they're a, they're an exclusively acquired studio, no, not, but no. they I might they as might well be with, with Spider Man. But Spider Man's just like. To be fair, I don't know if um, Sony actually do that. Maybe that's what they they're looking at starting to do is is use that Microsoft model of acquiring that, a studio. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's. Um... Like I think Naughty Dog is probably one of the main ones that Sony Computer Entertainment actually Naughty Dog just resides over some, or whatever. Some good rewards out of deal, really good funding, mm. and they might just yeah. choose Sony. 
Whereas a lot of a lot, if not all, exclusives on Xbox are Microsoft owned. Now they are my there are Xbox game studios, aren't they? They're yeah. Not independent anymore. Which just yeah. put them at risk of getting shut when when Xbox is done. With Santa them. Monica. Sorry, I've just I've just remembered the other What's studio. Santa Santa Monica Studio, that's who does God of War. God of War. Um, yeah. They did Journey, that's another exclusive on PS three, four. Um The Order, eighteen eighty six, that's a exclusive that I like. That's one of theirs. Oh, I can't think of anymore. But they're they're another one that's sort of PlayStation's own, I guess. Yeah. And Gorilla, of course, Horizon Zero Dawn. Gorilla Games. Again, I don't yeah. know one hundred percent if they're acquired. But Guerrilla Games, I only really know them for Horizon Zero Dawn, so it wouldn't surprise me if they are. So there is a couple in there, but obviously they're just trying to ramp that up, I guess. But it'd be pretty cool to see stuff like that move across. Get some more on weight games, maybe. Yeah. Unless Microsoft owned part of that somehow and would stop it. Don't know. Have to see. On a similar note, actually... I well say a similar note, it's kind of PlayStation related. Um PlayStation Plus. This is like that so that time of the month where we just kind of recap what's available for everyone. But PlayStation Plus, your games for July were originally going to be Pro Evolution Soccer twenty nineteen and Horizon Chase Turbo, which is like a arcadey driving game. Right, um yeah. at the last minute Pro Evo has been swapped out for Detroit Become Human Deluxe Edition. Now, sounds like a great deal because, um, you know. Great game. <laughs> yeah, great game and worth yeah. more than Pro Evo. What is interesting about this is, one, how it came about, the swap, and two, something that has probably pissed more people off. So, okay. Pro Evo, obviously sports game, soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. Horizon Chase Turbo, classed as a sports game because it's racing. Like People were a bit pissed off saying, I can't believe the only games are like sports games, I don't like sports games, blah, blah, blah. People were getting pissed off. So Sony, it would seem, have decided to react to that. This is how I'm seeing it anyway. Sony have decided to react to that and change Pro Evo out for Detroit Become Human because it's an easy swap for them realistically because you're going from a sports game that they just don't want to list on there to an in-house one. So there's no weird contract that's got to be worked out with like a third party yeah. that sells the game on multiple platforms because Detroit Become Human is an exclusive, which, like I say, sounds like an initially a good deal because it's a really good game. And it's not that old yet. However, Detroit Become Human was on sale a matter of weeks ago, if not less than that. And people went out of their way to buy it on sale for sort of £30, maybe not even as much as that, like £25, €30, that kind of ballpark, I'm thinking, sort of pushing towards $40, maybe $50. But people went out of their way to buy it because it was on sale. It's the point I'm getting at. Mm. all those people I can imagine are pissed right now because it's suddenly become the free game especially when originally the free game was announced as Pro Evo 
So you're like potentially expert. I can't, I've not been able to dig into enough to see if the timing of the July announcement and the sale for Detroit Become Human do overlap. Because if there's a point where it says the games for July are Pro Evo and Horizon Chase Turbo, and then the Detroit Become Human sale is still on, so you go out of your way to buy that game because you've gone, oh, well, it's not coming in July. I'm going to buy it while it's on sale because I really want to play it. Some might say tough look. I say that's pretty shitty on Sony's part to a degree. That is either Sony just being knobs like, oh, you don't like this game? Well, everyone who just bought this on sale, fuck you. Or they've made a mistake and they need to quite possibly refund people for it if they can now get it for free and they've bought it that recently because of advertising saying it's it's on offer. Yeah, I... I'm interested to see where this one goes personally. Like the one of the things that brought it to my attention that it had been changed is actually a message from a listener. So Brooke Archer had messaged in because if you noticed, she mentioned something last week about how she's been playing Detroit Become Human since she yeah. picked it up. And she messaged us saying that she was pissed because today she's found out that the game is going on PlayStation Plus and she bought it like a week ago or whatever it was, 10 days ago, something like that. And, straight on the phone. Yeah, straight and is quite rightly pissed off. Whether it was the deluxe edition that was on sale and the difference is that the free version is basically giving you... it. The deluxe edition includes... Um, oh, what's the other one? Heavy Rain and... Yeah. Um, I guess any other extra content that comes with as part of it. So there is extra stuff in the deluxe version. If the deluxe version is not the version that was on sale. So it's not like you get nothing out of the PS plus benefit unless it was the special edition or ultimate edition, whatever it's called that was on sale. So that I'd need to clear up because I've not had time to dig into it enough. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm to be able to confirm a couple of things because it's quite new to me, this news. It's mainly this message from earlier today when we were talking we were talking about like incomings and stuff. Um, yeah. That she's messaged that as part of, obviously, the show. So, yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what Sony do about that. Like, I'll definitely be claiming it as a free game, no doubt. But I do kind of hope that maybe something happens for those that bought it during the sale definitely like, like whether I, I it's a bit of a really even off. if even if it's just a small gesture to say sorry you kind of got a bit screwed here like a fucking a small voucher not even for the full price of the game like just a small voucher to say here's a voucher to use in the store against anything you want and like discount another game down for it or something like that seems fair don't know I'd go for full refund, Maybe. but yeah, <laughs> I, I would like, yeah, my but... ass off and just say, look, I bought it. I could have got it for free today, so I'd like mm-hmm. my money back. Even if you take that content off me, I could still go get it for free. So I don't care yeah. what they do. I just let them revoke my use of the digital service from the game I bought and just download I... the free version. I'm sort of waiting with bated breath at the minute to see how the rest of the internet reacts. Like, obviously, I've heard the opinion of one person who sent me the information, uh, and then I've looked into it to confirm it and seen the details. So 
there's only a couple of opinions I've seen so far, but it would be interesting Shitty. to see how other people react to it. So we'll have to see. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and staying with like sort of PS Plus type things, your sort of other monthly updates for your game services. Um, when it comes to games with gold, there will be Inside available all month, which is an indie game from the same devs as what's the other one, Joshua? I don't know, Thomas. The one that's all dark and morbid 2D platformer. You've definitely played it. Hollow Knight? No. I've Googled um, inside game and it's come up with games to play inside. <laughs> well, you're not very good at game at Googling then. It's from Playdead. What's the other Playdead Play game? I'm having a look now. That's why I've Googled it. Limbo. Limbo, oh yeah. It's Limbo. Yeah, yeah, I know, anyway, I know what you're on right now. So yeah, in, Inside's another game from Playdead who, who put out Limbo, so that's definitely worth having a look at. Yep. Um, something called Big Crown Showdown. Not, Don't know what that is, but it sounds that's like... That's a game me you and play. James should play. There you go. See, you had the same <laughs> thought as me. That's available from the middle of the month on the 16th of July until the 15th of August. Um, and you can still pick up uh, Rivals of Aether which is available until the middle of the month on the 15th of July. That carries over from Is it Aether or is it Ether? Ether, Aether, I don't care anymore because the game doesn't <laughs> look that good, but it's free, so get it if you want it. Um, in terms of Game Pass, staying with sort of an Xbox and Microsoft point of view, uh, Dead Rising 4, Middle Earth, Shadow, Shadow of War, Yes. Uh, My Time at Portia, I think that is, and Undertale are all coming to... Game Pass this month, and it looks like they should be available on both versions, so the PC and the console version. Are they available now, and, then, considering it is uh, July? No, I think they're coming later in the month, so more towards the middle of the month. Right. Don't think there's a hard date on them yet, but it's sort of more into the month. I believe the games that are being removed, which I forgot to write down, are being removed about the 8th. So I'd imagine yeah. these will go on around that time, if not a little bit after. And, I've been waiting for Shadow um, of War, so I um Shadow of Mordor's been on the Game Pass for absolutely ages and I got yes, it, it and played it and I'm like, if this if this one's on here, Shadow of War will eventually come to Game Pass and my wait yeah. has paid off. There you go. Free game ish. Free ish game. Um and in terms of deals, if you don't already know, the Steam Summer Sale is on, and there are some crazy, crazy discounts to be had. So go check out the Steam Summer Sale as per usual. It is that time of year. Um, and then just before we move on from the news, I want to give a shout out to a bit of a bullshit article that I saw by accident when we were prepping to record. So I was just like looking through for gaming news. And like a, one of the first articles on Google when I did a certain search, it it's basically titled PC gaming is in a decline and deserves to be. So obviously that's a bit of a clickbaity title. So I clicked it. It immediately starts backtracking and becomes titled opinion. PC gaming is in a decline and deserves to be. And then basically goes on to say, PC games are now derivative, repetitive, hemmed in politically correct storylines and like gambling machines. 
every um, game and, known to man in this current day and age. Well, yeah, not just PC games. <laughs> but then the evidence behind this that I'd like to put forward <laughs> to you good. all. This is this is my favorite part of it. This is so, the best bit. So it basically it shows some graphs of market share and like share of revenue percentages against different platforms over the last five years. So we it, going back to 2015, PC games and MMO games combined were taking 28% of the revenue in the games industry, with consoles taking 30% and mobile games taking 24%. Now, in 2019, uh, the current estimations are that PC gaming is down from 28 to 25%. Console gaming is down from 30 to 26%. But mobile gaming has grown from 24 to 34%, along with a couple of other things that have gone down as well. So casual web games have gone down, which makes sense. Tablet games have actually increased a little bit from 9 to 11%, so not as much as mobile games. Mm-hmm. What the fuck do you expect? Like, we are living in an era where more people game now because it's accessible on their phones, right? We're not living in an era where... People are going, oh, I'm going to stop using my PC and my Xbox and my PlayStation because I can play on my phone now. We're playing in an era where someone like our mum, who only ever owned a console because it was for us, now plays games on her phone on a regular basis. Except her DS, which she owned for her. True, she did own a (laughs) DS, actually. I stand corrected. (laughs) But the general point of my argument here is, of course, like mobile games are going to have gone up. And of course, because there's now a larger number of people in the overall 100%, the percentage of console and PC game share is going to go down. down. Because if there was 100, just for argument's sake, say there was 100 people in the survey before or whatever, and now suddenly there's 110, those 10 extra people have all gone to mobile gaming because that's the popular thing and that's the thing that's bringing in the new people. Everybody has a mobile. Everyone. Even if it's a shitty old one. (laughs) Don't turn into Blizzard, Joshua. Do not turn into Blizzard right now. But they do. You've all got phones, haven't you? Exactly. (laughs) You've all got phones and everyone has a phone game, whether they're on a break from work, on a bus, or just sat on the toilet having a dump. You open a phone game or you fucking scroll down your phone. You don't fucking leave it behind. And you don't always own a console while you own a phone. Or you don't play PC games or console games, but you own a phone. So what do you do? You play on your fucking phone. Exactly. And what I like about this is how he's really critical of PC games going down from 28 to 25%, which is a 3% drop. Mm. Yet at the same time, Console gaming has gone down from 30% to 26%, which is actually a steeper decline. Yeah. So which market's failing more, Mr. Market Watch reporter, whose name I can't say? Why does it what deserve What a bullshit article this is. Does it deserve to be because of loot crates? Because that's what he was getting at. I think the point while. he's getting at is, yeah, there's no politically incorrect games anymore. Um, it clearly hasn't ever been on... Steam's list and looked at all the fucking anime porn games and so on, <laughs> or played GTA and stuff like that. Like, is this the guy? The guy I feel is an idiot. I'm, I'm sorry to say it, but I feel is an idiot. And it was a clickbaity title that got me, 
but he's trying to use some really shit like figures yeah. and statistics to make a point that is completely irrelevant. So if you see this article, be sure to like give him some shit from me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> rant over. <laughs> oh, there's more to rant about, but I'll leave it there. Why not? Is there? Yeah. It, 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 it says that the PC gaming market is overwhelmed by a game that comes out and then lots of clones of that game. No shit. Which, which is everywhere, regardless. <laughs> the games, not, the examples of games are games Minecraft, PlayerUnknown Player Battlegrounds, and then obviously Fortnite, which copied that in the first place. But, but PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds copied H1Z1. Exactly. Just putting that out there. It wasn't the, it's not like it's the originator. It was the first popular one. Like mega popular, but it was not the originator. He does mention GTA at some point. <laughs> Probably going. This is the only politically incorrect game I can buy right now. It's, it's, it's been heavily criticised for its level of violence and irre- irreverent approach to various topics, simply because those criticising merely scratched out the surface or scratched the surface. Surface, sorry, and doesn't really go into anything. And then he moves on to like EA games and loot boxes being a problem. Like, Just play a different game. If you want to play a game, I know, but if you want to play a game and enjoy it, look for it. Don't go for fucking Big Ten games. Don't fucking sit and play your shitty little battleground games if you don't want to. It's shit tons. Unfortunately, Joshua, it's clickbait and it's got us both and it's wound us both up. I know. So... Yeah. What see what is interesting here is is it's very bold. Have you seen his picture? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not the interesting bit. <laughs> the the interesting bit I find is that he mentions that the industry is apparently worth 135 billion a year in revenue currently. And that was for 2018. Mm-hmm. And there's more than 2.5 billion people that are covered by these figures. What he doesn't go on to say is what those figures were in 2015 to yeah, prove, the which I think proves my point of the fact that those figures have gone Shall up. I just so if anything, PC PC gaming and console gaming have gone down from like say 30 and 28 to 26 and 25, but they're probably actually earning more and have more active users now because of the way that things work and growth works. And this guy is reporting on a market watch website. So global games audience bet- estimated between two point two and two point six billion in two thousand and fifteen, and expected growth from one hundred thirty seven point nine billion in two thousand and eighteen to one hundred eighty point one billion by the end of twenty twenty one. So these figures aren't even right, then. According to this, and this is from the <laughs> games industry numbers on yuki.org. Oh, let's just close his article and move on. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> See, we managed to stretch the news out for a long time because we yeah. didn't have a game because James isn't here. Boring episode. Boring episode where Thomas and Josh would just rant about shit. Um... Yeah, we did mention earlier on social posts and stuff that James wasn't going to be here and stuff, so it might be a slightly different episode. Um, so incoming just basically consists of people's responses to those posts, if you want to go through them, Joshua. Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot I'd do this if you read the news and there's no one to do a game. It's your turn! It was supposed to be James's game, wasn't it? 
Was it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Or maybe mine, but still. Um, so, yeah, we just asked, what should we do without James? Uh, Dummy, 2008, Paul Carter of the Paul Posse suggested we cancel the show without uh, James. You didn't give me time it. to say hi, Paul. I'm sorry. Please go ahead. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Uh, but Paul has said that we should cancel the show without James. It isn't worth it. So just delete this one. We're done All right. Recording okay. Thomas. I'll not put it out then. There's no point. No point. Paul's <laughs> no one's going to listen. listen. Uh, but he kids. Oh. <laughs> Maybe do a game challenge between you two. Something to spice it up a little bit. We've not done that. We've not done that. We've just talked shit and We could ranted. do it. Do you want to do it? Maybe. Just do it. Maybe. Carry, carry on reading these first. <laughs> Uh, Axel Lacage, another member of the Paul Posse. Two Pauls in one week? In a row. Uh, hi, Paul. This is maybe retaliation hi, for us calling him out last week, where we're like, all the other Pauls have written him, why haven't you? Game of Slaps streamed is his suggestion. Are you ready, Thomas? <laughs> we're not streaming. <laughs> we're not in the same room either this week, so that definitely wouldn't work. I win. <laughs> Hilarious. Next up, Jerry Narco. Um, sounds like the show just got better. <laughs> it most certainly has. Yeah, fuck you. We just games. need to find a way to substitute games for two of us, and we'll be set. Yeah, do less ranting. That's all we need to do. <laughs> do less ranting. That's that's a good idea. Um, next, David Underground Moo Faria has said, uh, "Wish wish I wasn't in Austin on vacation, or else I'd totally make you up on the free slot." Ah, oh, thanks. Was David going to join in? Was he going to record it the podcast? sounds like he wanted to if he wasn't away on holiday. Um, to be fair, another yeah. person that made a similar offer on that was Baby GG Green, Glenn Green. Um, 93. 93 something. G-Man. Um, I've not said you it in... Do you know pass. what? Because I don't read these anymore. I've not said that in so long. I've actually forgotten how to say it. But anyway, <laughs> um, he did also offer to be part of it, but had to change his mind because apparently his missus is busy using his computer. <laughs> so. uh, I see. <laughs> yeah, that's how that went. <laughs> and second to last then, we've got Dan Smith um, who said, gaming alphabet, one starts on A, then passes it over on B, and so on and so forth. First to get it wrong or fumble an answer gets frozen out till the other fucks it up. Whoever hits Z first wins. That's a bit like so my A to Z game. It is yeah. similar, but not quite the same. <clears throat> I don't know how we do it, because how would we have specific answers if one of us can't, if we both can't see them? No, it's to like answer backwards and forwards until one of us can't get one right. All right, then. I, I understand what he's saying. <laughs> All right, and finally, then, uh, HDO 1403. Mm-hmm. Give them ten seconds to a name, uh, to name a game starting with Z and alternating up to A. You can you can't tell them what letter it is next. They have to know without writing it down. But if okay, so so one of his oh, starts shit. on Z, Z, whichever you, way you pronounce it, depending on where you are in the world. Okay, and then Zoo Tycoon. Oh, hang on, is this? Are we do, are we doing this? <laughs> are we doing this? I'll do it. I'll do it. Hang on yeah, then. Why not? Right, hang on then. Let me get a 10 second countdown of some description. I'm sure I've got one saved from either another game we've done or something else. Hang on. Let <laughs> pause the podcast. Just to entertain people for a minute while I find a 10 second countdown. 
I will entertain you very badly while I type out the alphabet to cheat. That's cheating. Do not do that. <laughs> do not I'm delete not that now. That is cheating. I am, I am not doing that. <laughs> I do have a keyboard in front of me, though, so it's not difficult. <laughs> yeah, but it's not in the right order on the keyboard. So I know the alphabet in my head. I don't know. It okay, yeah, but we're doing it backwards, remember? We're doing it backwards. Yeah. Right, hang on. I think this one will work. Hang on. Yeah, that'll do. That's an old 10-second timer I've got from something else. Either we've done or Back of the Grid's done or something. It's a sound effect I have in my library of sounds, so that'll do. Right. Okay, so if we alternate this, then it's going to be a game for each letter, yeah? Until we get yeah. to A. And then if you if your time, ten second timer ends, then you're done, and we'll see who loses the most lives or something. I don't know. We'll work it out. <laughs> okay then. Okay, are you are you starting? Do you want to start? Well, I've already done Zoo Tycoon, haven't I? So I okay, so I'll you're doing start. Zoo Tycoon. Okay. Um, Yakuza. Xenoblade Chronicles. Ah. Oh. Um, what's the letter? Wolfenstein. You. Shit. Um, V. Shit. That's hard. I don't know. I can't do V. Well, that lasted a long time, didn't it? Um, <laughs> That's what she said. The question is, can I do V? Um, oh, God, it is hard. That's also what she said. V rally. Fuck you. Uh. You. Um. Undertow. Uh yeah. Um. T. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Sunset Overdrive. Oh. Um. Ridge Racer. Classic. You, um, <gasps> break. Oh, that was just, I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> P, P, P. Why oh, can't I think of the game beginning with P? Ah, ah, Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, ooh. Oxpath Traveler. Oh. Um. Oh. oh God. Um. And oh shit! That's why I can't think of a game with N. Right, that's one I've lost for me. You've you've got to start with N now. Go. Um. No Man's Sky. Oh, you bastard. Um. Mass Effect. Legend of Zelda. Oh! <laughs> uh, killing Floor. Jay. I can't do J. Boom! That's a life loss for you. I have you to start from J. Uh, well, I've got to think of one now. Um... <laughs> I lose a life. Back to you. 
What, on, on J? Yeah. Oh, We've got to get past it. Um, J is not easy. Why is J not easy? Oh, God, it's my go. Um, I'm on three now, then. I can't think of any. Is there a Justice League game? Justice League? I can't. We can't confirm that in this amount. Oh, of time. go on, then you go, you go. <laughs> Give me a life loss, and um, you go. It's injustice. Oh. Um. Well, I can't remember what letter I'm on. H. Hearthstone. Bastard. Uh, G's before H. Shit. <laughs> Goat simulator. Oh. oh. Um. Final Fantasy. Any of them. Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> um, why am I drawing a blank on this? This should be easy. Dungeon Defenders! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, see. Um, 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 I can't. No! Oh! Um... Oh my about. god. Cars, because I know there's a cars game out there. <laughs> Am I on B? No, yeah. Um, Battlefield. Ooh. <laughs> and then. Why can't they give me a game again with it? <laughs> oh my god, this is so stupid! <laughs> Astroneer. Oh. <laughs> so you Did got you to knock four. my last life off. I got to yeah. four deaths, and you yeah. got five. That works. Oh. I like that. Okay, that works. It's official. It's official. That works. And um, it's stressful. <laughs> it is definitely stressful, and I guess why not? Wrong button. <laughs> I didn't mean to push that. I meant I meant to push Final Fantasy music about a push fanfare by accident. Well. Oh well. The guest the guest submissions led to that, so Oh yeah. <laughs> guest game show or something. I don't know. We'll find a way of doing it. Um there we go. That's a combination of a game for Dan Smith and HGO fourteen oh three, really, isn't it? Yeah. And And I think Paul I think Dummy two thousand and eight Paul Carter was involved in that somehow as well. That was all from chat from the Discord, so yeah, kudos to anyone who who said that? Because I think Dan suggested it. Yeah. Then Paul suggested switching it Z to A to make it different, and then Harry then suggested the alternating ten second thing. Yeah. Which kind of works basically. So well Can't done, well done, guys. Uh, no, I, it's too <laughs> stressful to have another game. We'll do it. Another. We've somehow made an episode as long as normal without actually having a real game in there. So I don't think we've done too bad. So we'll we'll wrap it up for this week. But thanks to everyone who 
partook in that, I guess, in coming up with the concept. <laughs> and we'll play it again sometime because it actually works quite well. That's yeah. quite a fun little game. They've had to listen so, to the news to know we were going to do this. <laughs> yeah, we've mixed it up a bit somehow accidentally. <laughs> um, if you'd like to get in touch with us for future episodes, you can do so in many ways. There is Twitter, which is that underscore king underscore thing. You can find us on Facebook by just searching for that king thing. And you can head to thatkingthing.com where there is a link to our um, ever-growing Discord um patreon if you'd like to support the show that way the youtube channel was still not banned um and uh there's the spreadshirt merch and stuff like that if you want to buy a t-shirt with the logo printed on it so why not um that is it for this week thank you very much for joining us despite knowing james wasn't here because i know you all love him so much but he should fingers crossed be back next week and a little bit more of a normal show uh, thanks again to everyone who sort of contributed in some way to giving us ideas for something to do for this show. And I hope it wasn't too boring just listening to me and Joshua rant about shit for an hour. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everybody. waiting for James to pick up. Hello. James, you're on the podcast. Say hi. Oh, nice. Hi. Oh, it's this nice little secret after credits thing. You can't hear me, but... I'm not letting you know what part of the show you're in. It's... Okay, I'll let you know. It's a new (laughs) part. It's called the Name a Dickhead section. Oh. We had to do something without a game, so... We're putting you in this bit. Oh, I love being a name of dickhead as well. You like it. That's the <laughs> You'll have to listen to the entire episode because you're not allowed to know what's going on. Don't worry, I will be. Goodbye. I've got some rooms to paint, so <laughs> I'm going to be listening to podcasts galore, don't you worry. So it's all down to Thomas to get out before 5 We told you, everyone. We, we told you we were watching paint dry instead of entertaining you. We told you we had more priorities of than you got. Yeah, there's there's proof right there. Right, well, if you don't mind, I've got things to do, so thank you very much. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, I'm going to go now. <laughs> Bye. Bye, James. He wasn't even committed to the phone call. We do need a section called Name a Dickhead, though. <laughs> this week it could have actually been that guy from the marketing email uh, article shit thing. Let's, try, let's just try and say his name. No. Jerika Dujmovic. <laughs> I'll put the link in the description, same as the others. Bye, everyone. Bye.